You're listening to a not-for-print podcast, independent Australian podcasting. Hey everyone, David here. Uh, just wanted to give a quick note uh, for the start of this episode. Uh, when I bounced and mixed this originally, I accidentally overlapped a bit of audio that uh, fucked up the acknowledgement and part of the intro. When you hear this back, you will only be hearing the introduction of the guest and uh, nothing else. But uh, yeah, sorry about that. This week's guests are Starcrawler. Starcrawler are a glam rock band from the States who made their maiden voyage to Australia at the start of the year. Now, they were supporting a band on that tour, but uh, I am not going to name the band nor give them any further acknowledgement, aside from acknowledging the literal fact that they were here at the start of the year and Starcrawler were opening for them. Uh, A bunch of very serious allegations have come forward uh, regarding this band, and the lead singer of Starcrawler has also spoken out against them as well. So, I do not want to give that band any more oxygen. I just want to say that I stand with the victims, I stand with Starcrawler, and fuck that band. On a more positive note, the people from Starcrawler uh, were super friendly, and I think they were kind of not used to long-form interviews, so they were kind of a bit awkward at first, but, you know, they meant well, and they're obviously super happy to be in Australia, So, that was cool. So, I'm glad that they got that at the very least, even if the experience was a little tarnished along the way. A big thank you to Charlie Ellison at Remote Control and Dot Dash for helping to set this one up. Really, really appreciate it. Won't keep you too much longer. Just a reminder that this podcast is made possible with the support of people just like yourself. If you like what you hear, please leave a rating and a review over on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Tell your friends about what we're doing over here. Maybe you have a friend that's into Starcrawler and they want to hear more about them. Then this is the avenue to do so. We also have plenty more episodes where that came from. And of course, if you are in a position to do so, it would be absolutely wonderful to have you as a supporter over on my Patreon. For as little as $1 a month, you gain access to a bunch of bonus and exclusive content, playlists, feature articles, interviews, all kinds of stuff from my work as a writer, a podcaster, and a musician. You're helping to keep the lights on over at DJYHQ and keep this podcast running. As it's the start of the month, I want to give a special shout out to everyone that is supporting the podcast over on Patreon. As always, we'd love to give a massive thank you to Adam Turner, 
Amy Gray, Bill Robinson, Blake Hennequin, Catherine Burgess, Chris Bowden, Chris Kearns, Dave McCarthy, David Armstrong, David Beckett, Elliot J. O'Neill, Eloise Young, Jeremy Dillon, Jeremy Neal, Jonathan Elvery, Carly Herring, Katie Beershaw, Lachlan Kanowick, Leslie Bowden, Liam Sherlaw, Mark Wilson, Mary Gleason, Matthew Lynch, Paddy Abelos, Paul McWhirter, Philip Spiteri, and Will McDougall. If you would like to join this list of absolute legends, please head over to patreon.com slash David James Young. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash David James Young. All right, that's it. If you would like to get in touch, barbandspod at gmail.com is your destination. Please drop me a line. Would absolutely love to hear from you. You can also... Hit up Not For Print Pods on Instagram and DJY Writes. That's me on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook at David James Young Writes. Head over to all my friends are in barbands.com. That's just about it. Uh, I've given you every possible avenue to contact me. We're open for business as always. Would love to hear from you. But right now, let's hear from Starcrawler. I'm David James Young, and all my friends are in bar bands today. I would like to introduce you to my friends, Starcrawler. Hey, hey how you doing? Please introduce yourselves. I'm Henry. I'm Arrow. I'm Austin. Tim. It is Friday afternoon. We are in Sydney, and Starcrawler are here for the first time ever, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Indeed. First time playing. How's it been for you guys so far? It's been amazing. It does been at the beach all day, just hanging out. It's great. It doesn't feel like a tour actually which is kind of nice we're just yeah, at the like beach and then summer vacation with just like some shows yeah <laughs> yeah it's great <laughs> excellent excellent okay so i begin these by tracing back the initial interest in music specifically where it changed over from being something that you were maybe watching on tv listening to on the radio etc to being something where it was this is what i want to do i want to sing i want to play instruments i want to be in a band that sort of thing so uh we'll go we'll go from you and then work our way around uh, t- can you tell me about how music kind of affected into your childhood and your upbringing and if there was a kind of switch on moment where it's just like yeah i want to do that i mean i grew up around music my parents were musicians and they were always playing music around the house mm-hmm. and i remember just watching bands on tv and that kind of thing and just wanting to do that and feel that kind of energy and it's just i kind of always wanted to chase that in any way i could wanted to play whatever instrument they let you play in school so it just kind of happened that way yeah what what kind of bands were were you kind of saying that made you Um, i had an acdc live dvd hell yeah from i think it was live from australia actually yeah 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 Yeah, nice one i've replayed it over and over (laughs) amazing what about you um i also grew up around it because my dad's a drummer, and then my mom took photos of bands. Um, yeah, right, right, right. So I always, I mean, I, I loved, you know, living in that world, um, but I didn't actually know, you know, that I wanted necessarily to do music until mm. a bit later, like something. Right, yeah. Um, before that, I didn't really think about what I wanted to do when I was older, you know, I was yeah. just kind of, like, being a 
kid, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, but um, yeah, I mean, I, it's definitely helped in the long run because like I already kind of like went into the band knowing like things that work and things that don't work. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you? Uh, my parents weren't actually in music kind of in any way. Like my my mom did like costume design for rock bands in the eighties, like Kiss and really, yeah, like uh, hair metal-y type bands. Yeah, right. And then uh, like music for me was kind of omnipresent in my family. Like no one was directly correlated to it, but mm. it was always around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I started playing music when I was like ten or eleven, mm-hmm. and it wasn't really like. I, like I want to be a musician. It was more yeah. like I just did it because it was something I had fun doing, and just kind of kept on going from there. Was there just a guitar lying around the house that you wanted to play, or was it? Well, it was weird for me. It's like I actually wanted to learn guitar when I was like fourteen, after I'd already played drums for a while. But yeah. you know, like there's so many guitarists in the world already. <laughs> it kind of felt like <clears throat> I think I could do more playing drums than guitar, but I still want to learn like other instruments yeah sure. it was just you know the way it panned out sure yeah yeah yeah. and you yeah i grew up around music or i didn't grow up around anyone that played music but um my mom would always put on cds in the car and i'd be like you know play that over and over again but uh, when i was 16 i decided i wanted to play music because i made a friend who played music i had written poetry and stuff and and i sang it and it was like an exhilarating feeling, singing over chords and stuff. And I just decided to pick it up. So, yeah. Nice. Did you guys all grow up in a similar sort of area, or were you all growing up in different parts of the state? We all grew up around LA. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I can imagine, like, obviously, very, very immediate instant access to music growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we get lucky, because all bands play LA of pretty course, much. Of course, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and I feel like also, like... Like, the schools that we went to, or at least, like, me and Henry went to, like, I can't speak for everyone, but, you know, most people in high school go to, like, party, like house parties, but there's some of those in L.A., but they're, like, house shows. Like, there's more, like, you grow up going to shows. Even if you don't like the band, it's just like, oh, everyone's going, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, like, yeah. We, but, went, yeah. we went to art school, and so we got lucky. There, it, there wasn't, like, jocks that would beat us up or anything. Yeah. It was, like, everybody was weird nerds. Yeah. Everyone's Everyone from was them. just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what can you tell me about the first time you ever performed? How old were you? In what context? How, like, uh, when and where was the first time you played live individually? First time I played live was at the seventh grade talent show. What did you do? It was terrible. <laughs> like, I sounded so bad. But I just, I don't know, I really wanted to do it for some reason. It was kind of that thing. And then me and my friend at the time um, sang Teenager in Love by Dion and the Belmonts. Nice. I like wore this like crazy like outfit and I don't know. We looked crazy and we sounded terrible but like walking up to the stage I like grabbed her hand I was like it was the most scared I've ever been. Honestly it was crazy like I didn't expect to be that like stage fright. I don't know like it, yeah. was, it was insane. So I like grabbed her hand and I was like promise me won't that I'll never do this ever again. <laughs> uh, didn't work out. Didn't work out. <laughs> broke that promise. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, man? Um, I'm trying to think. I think, so in elementary school, like in first grade, I played a v- 
violin orchestra, but I don't know if that really counts. It it, it wasn't good, but I did sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game before. At a bowl game? At not like a real ball game. (laughs) It's like like, that was actually my garage. Uh, (laughs) It was at like a high school ball game, and we were in, you know, I was like five or six. That's and so I had a re- I had a really high voice, <laughs> and so I, <laughs> I wish I still had it. But oh my goodness, that's really adorable! Fun. I love that. I love that. What about you, man? Uh, when I was 16, I did this music summer course uh, in Boston, and I had, I had played drums like like I said from like 10 or 11, and I didn't play in any bands. It was just me alone. Like mm. I just. I just never wanted to be in a band when I was younger. Right. Even though I listened to all that type of music, I just yeah, yeah. I just liked playing alone. Mm. And then finally when they had to put you in these weird groups of like, be friends with these people now that you've just yeah. met for two days. And we did this little like, uh, like ensemble piece in front of everyone. And I was so scared. And I, mm. I, didn't, I didn't realize that could even happen. Like, I just, I, my hands started uncontrollably shaking. Oh I had, like, God. so much adrenaline from just being terrified to go up. And they're like, of course, they're like, drums, go up and set up. And I, I literally was like, if I don't go, they can't find me. And then immediately, <laughs> immediately this guy came around the corner and was like, are you the drummer? I went, yeah. And, then, and he's like, well, go up. And I was like, ah, oh, damn it. Okay. I was like, I, did, I could have just bolted and it would have been way better. But I got up there and... From the start of the first song, it was like you could even hear in the way I started the songs, like mm. my hands were shaking. Oh so my god! The first song was like absolutely awful, but then after that, I started to get a bit more comfortable. And still to this day, there's some shows that we play, like depending on how big they are, that I'm like, yeah. Ooh, like I have to really take a deep breath and yeah, go like, yeah. okay, don't worry, don't worry. You got like, this. rubbing a hole through my pants on my jeans because I'm like so nervous. Oh my god. But that was my first one was when I was 16. Hectic. Yeah. All right, and you? Um, I think I was like nine or ten. I was I was also part of a like a summer music program mm. at a community arts center in like Highland Park or something. And I remember our guitar teacher was this guy from this band called Airborne Toxic Event. Oh yeah, I yeah. remember those guys. <laughs> yeah, and he he was like he taught. We played with him at Disney Concert Hall. Right. And it was like six guys playing like this weird arrangement of. Bob Dylan's blowing in the wind. Right. So um, it was pretty strange. I don't remember. I wasn't nervous at all because I feel like there was evenly distributed attention Mm-mm. among all of us. But then I stopped playing guitar after that. And um, was it in that upstairs room? It was in some weird like back room. Yeah. And I yeah, did something in that too. There was a bunch of like Mexican kids like that were way better than me playing like they play that. What's that Green Day song? It's like dunan. Oh, brain steer. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were, they did like a yeah, really good version right. of that. And, yeah, and I was like, didn't know how I was gonna top. top I remember. That. <laughs> yeah, I, I did a guitar class as a kid too. And this one kid that was really good. We were like super little, so we couldn't play. Mm. But this one kid could play the King of the Hill uh, theme song. Oh hell yeah! And he would play it over and over and over. And so everybody hated that song. Funny. Like that kid. There's always one. It would be like everybody was playing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, and then at the end he'd go into what you could play. Damn it, Bobby. God damn. Alright, tell me a little bit about the bands and the music stuff that you guys were doing before Starcrawler. 
the bands before Starkwood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, what bands were you guys getting? We, like, I'm assuming you all, like, were playing in stuff before this band started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I played in, like, this weird Disney-ish band, and I played bass, and it was super weird. Really? And it was, like, the dynamic was, like, all these parents were in charge of their these kids. And, yeah. Like, I was, like, the one person that wasn't about that, and it was really, really weird. Right, and so like a, like, a Jonas, like a Jonas no. Brothers precursor. Yeah, and like all their friends, they were like super rich, and all their friends were like Disney, and there was like a Disney contract, and it was like, and so I got fired and I quit. <laughs> you got fired same. and you quit? I got, I quit, and then I got fired, because they're like, we don't want you anyways. So it was literally, that you sounds, can't fire yeah. me, I quit. That's amazing. Yeah, because they thought I was upstaging the guitar player, <laughs> just by existence as a bass player. And then I played drums in this band with my dad, too. Really? Yeah. What was that like? It's fun. Yeah? Yeah. What kind of stuff? It was like... It was like Mexican music, I guess. It was right. One of my dad's friends. Like mariachi stuff? It was kind of... So it had, like... So the main guy was from El Salvador, and it was like the, like, kind of the beat, like... And like laid back kind of thing. Yeah, but it was interesting. It was very educational. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was only in one band before. I mean, we played like three shows total, and it was just me and like three of my friends at the time, like mm. old girls, and we kind of sucked to be honest. Like, right. We, we were bad, and I don't know. I don't know how to describe the music. I guess kind of indie, like rock. I don't know. Right. Like what we could play at the time. And sure, yeah. It got really boring and didn't work out. So. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the music I wanted to make. Yeah, it was just right. What you could play. What we yeah. could. Yeah, play, within, you know what within I mean? reason, yeah. Yeah, so I was, I was like not... It's kind of like... It was a hard time because I was like really wanted to do this one thing, which is pretty much this band, but yeah. I didn't know how yet. You know? Right, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I think I was in only about two bands before this one. One that was in high school, and it was like everyone around me at the time was really into shoegaze around oh, this friend sure, group. I, yeah. around this friend group I knew, and no one, everyone wanted to play guitar, and mm. no one wanted to play drums. So I played, and it was it was like fun for the time being, but it wasn't really the music I was into either. And it was like me playing tambourine only on songs. So when we oh, played true. when we played one or two shows live, it'd literally just be me like. Just a real solemn tambourine, yeah. A side note, you can't, also, you can look sad playing tambourine because then right? you just look like a dick. Yeah. So it's just me looking like the annoyed, like... Yeah, just not show. knowing how to react. Yeah. I think they should ban tambourines from live bands. Yeah, I agree. I mean, but... Unless you're like Robert Plant. <laughs> or, you're like, or you're like Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder's tambourine player probably plays a mean tambourine. I don't know. Mm. I'm sure. If, it, if it's part of a greater like Tito Puente percussion ensemble, yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah, has to be in that context. Just tambourine by itself. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I can't. That's why it was. A, it totally was awkward. And there was yeah. no. It was two guitarists and then me playing tambourine, so it just sounded like just a wall of nothing. Yeah. Um, and then, like, it was just so bad. And. Then the other band I was in is when I went to... I was in Chicago when I was studying out there for college, and it was yeah. just like some kind of garage rocky type band. It was super fun, but at the same time, it's like you realize some of the bands sound identical to you, totally. and then you realize that you're just a part of this like echo chamber of similar uh, shit. Yeah. But it was fun, but I'll have to say the, the funniest one was that shoegaze band at first. Oh, man, that was, big time. Uh, I wish there was like video of how terrible it was. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. <laughs> 
Uh, I, I was in, t- I think, two bands, too. And the first one was the one I started playing music in. Like, I started playing bass. Mm-hmm. And we thought we were, like, really good. I and, met him when he was in yeah. this other band. Yeah, right. Yeah, she came to a show, and I think I was, like, 16. And I had been playing bass for, like, two months or something. Right. So not very long. And, we yeah, we thought we were really good. And then I was just talking to the member the other day, and we realized... That we were just really bad. Like, we were, <laughs> like we, we were listening to... Discussion with <laughs> Oh, boy. It was, but you were, it wasn't, like, necessarily great, but, like, it was still better than a, a lot of... I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was passable. Like, I, I remember, like, kids having fun. You got a pass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You definitely had fun at your shows and, like, would, like, dance and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. had that was that's the main. We were like, why didn't we never make it? You know, mm. people love the shows, but they, women were naked. No, <laughs> there was a show when people. Got that was a yeah, that was a naked <laughs> show. Yeah, and we, oh my god, we got we got everyone naked. Side note, because yeah. of that, and that was like his profile picture on Facebook. And before I knew him, right. I thought he was a douchebag because <laughs> that was the picture. And I was like, that's this true. guy just wants to get naked and play yeah. bass, just hanging out. Well, with everyone his was naked, out. so. Yeah, it was yeah, but yeah, we like missed all the hits and like, like w- when we were playing together, we were never like all playing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I was in another band where a friend needed like a lead guitar player, mm. and it was like kind of like bedroom pop, like power pop type stuff. It was interesting. And then I was in this band. Nice. Yeah. So, how did the rest of you meet if you two met at that show? We met... I met Arrow in high school. Right. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how do you factor Uh, in? I met Arrow through some mutual friends that we both knew. And it was like the first few months of the band being a thing were just like Arrow and I still trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, right. So, it was like three or four months of her and I just going like... Okay, how are we gonna okay, do? do like, how? Because yeah. it was like we. Yeah, drums, like, what do, how do we jam right now? Cause yeah, because like, we had like the first few times we were jamming were just us making noise or us just yeah. like, hey, you want to go get burritos or something? We also just met like I hit him up directly to be like, do you want to be in a band? You know, so then like it was kind of us just like mainly like hanging out and like kind of shittily like jamming. Yeah, yeah, I was just making like nothing but noise. And then at that point, I think Arrow and Henry met each other at school, and then Henry came in, and it was a lot easier once you had like it just it just started to like piece together a little bit easier. Like also, like hey, what kind of music do you like? Okay, let's just try to do weird jamming and work from there. So it worked out pretty easily. So when and where was the first Starcrawler show? It was in twenty six. It was on Sunset. There mm-hmm. we go. 2016. Yeah. Um, but we've been playing for like almost yeah. a year before that, just trying like to get good. Right. Yeah, well, we yeah, did yeah. demos, we did re- other I really recordings. I want to be in another band like the one I was in before, where it was kind of just like winging it, you mm. know? Like, I want yeah. to really like get the songs down, make sure they're good and tight, and then start yeah. playing shows. Yeah. So, it was a yeah. long process, too. We went for that, that long, just as pretty much a three piece. And so we were just jamming. Yeah, so we were. I like. Then I was driving. I was driving in uh, Pasadena, which is the neighborhood that they both live in. I was with my mom, and 
then I just saw like Tim like bicycling like across the street and I was literally like at the moment talking like man I don't know who to find to play bass like you know blah 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 and then he like bi- he's like riding his bike and I was like oh yeah so I hit him up <laughs> it was a sign yeah Perfect. I was super against it <laughs> of course so judgmental be careful what you post on Facebook right yeah just delete, just delete your Facebook. Just delete Facebook. Just delete your Facebook. <laughs> I thought he was weird too. I was like, "Is this guy wearing like a leather jacket?" You know, like <laughs> that, that's the weird part. The I, I, I had a thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I had a thing. I was like, I thought all guys that wore leather jackets were dicks. Yeah, look. Just after, just yeah, there's a strong track record, and I can still kick your ass. Just because so. up to that up to that point, that was just a fact. So yeah, yeah, I changed my mind. Well, there you go. Look at you. At, at at what point after you know this first few shows did you guys like get out and start playing outside of like the immediate LA area? Like, were you touring much in the first few years, or was it kind of just like picking up shows when and where you could? Was the first thing we did outside of LA was at the CRX. Yeah, it was basically we did we did the, a tour with CRX and it was like Pappy and Harriet, San Francisco, San Diego. So they probably don't know what Pappy and Harriet is. I think it was we got emailed. Was that how yeah. we got that? But basically, CRX. Pappy and Harriet is a place in Joshua Tree in right. the Palm like Desert area. A lot of people play and we'll drive out to to go to shows there because it's just a really good vibe and mm. it's yeah. like just in the middle of the desert. It's really cool. A lot of wow. musicians travel there, especially during the Coachella thing. When there's that two weekend thing, they'll have shows in between there for bands yeah, to play yeah. there. So it's kind of this thing for the bands to do. Nice. Um, but yeah, that was our first tour outside of like uh, Los Angeles. Amazing. Yeah, it was funny and strange, and us still learning how to like be a band. And, yeah, you know, yeah. It was cool. When you're growing up, I feel like a lot of musicians, like especially starting out, you know, always kind of view these stereotypical like rock biopic moments where like a certain thing happens to the band and the and the band is quote unquote made it and yeah. you know what I mean and like as as tried and conceited as that can be, I reckon every band and every musician by proxy kind of has that whether it's getting to play a certain place or getting to go to a certain place or meet a certain person or anything involving like their career within music where it's just like oh like if teenage me knew about this they would like freak out like uh, is there anything along the trajectory of Starcrawler that kind of sticks out for you guys or it's just like holy shit we got to do that yeah yeah. we just played the Fonda in Los Angeles yeah. oh true it's a big venue that I've seen a lot of bands at yeah. and I never thought being like a kid and seeing shows there that still being a teenager you'd be headlining there yeah yeah and it's kind of insane and who was that with we had well, two we bands had, with us um, lily and skating poly opened for us oh sick skating poly are awesome yeah they're great they're rad people yeah we played cal jam played cal jam and dave Grohl was like sitting on the side and watched our whole set whoa and it was super intimidating at first yeah it's cool too because cal jam was a festival back in the 70s like i think they only did it for like two years like 74 and 77 and like sabbath played and motley Crue and all these people and I would always watch live videos of that festival and like, oh, she could play that. And then yeah. he brought it. It's on the same, but it's still kind of, I don't know, it's still rad because, you know, Dave Grohl, the Foo Fighters, they brought it back. And so, yeah, that was definitely awesome. We played the first year they they did it. 
And I remember yeah. hearing about it when we were just sitting across the school. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is another cool thing. <laughs> oh, wow. And then Elton John played us on his radio station. Yeah. And I remember hearing about that in school and freaking out, too. That's huge. I love Elton John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A bunch of things that have just been really amazing. That was probably the first. The Elton John was the first one. We were like, we all kind of went, woo. That's serious. Oh no, I think I was actually in my English class, and and I like looked at my phone or something, and I got the email. I was like, what? Like what? (laughs) So you were still in high school. Yeah. At that point. Whoa. Well, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, that's huge. I went to college for a year and then dropped out. Right. And then just came back home. But practically out of high school. Yeah, like, yeah. I was only 19, so... <laughs> oh, God I was still damn. a child. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so obviously this has all yeah. kind of happened in the last couple of years at, you know, yeah. pretty kind of important yeah. age and for you guys. A really big thing that also just happened for me was we just recorded uh, live at Third Man Records. We did oh, two sure. shows on Halloween. And I've, like, loved Third Man and Jack White since I was little. Mm. So that was really cool, getting to, like, yeah, record live to acetate. It was kind of insane. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. How have you navigated, like, taking all of this on, like, you know, the demands of touring and, you know, like, kind of playing what I'm assuming is, you know, quite a hefty amount of shows a year, you know, at such an age where, you know, like, a lot of people your age are, you know, just kind of grinding in the nine to five and stuff like that. And, you know, like, it, like this is a very different world to a lot of people your age, you know. It was the kind of thing where it's just like you've never really known anything else, so it's just yeah. you've just had to adapt. Yeah. I mean, because we started our careers, like, when we were still in school, you know, so it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of like what we, like now, you know, knock on wood, if something were to happen or, like, you know, the band stopped or something, like, yeah. I don't know what I would do. Yeah, right. Like, I don't know how to <laughs> do also. anything. I don't know. So lucky to get to be doing this, mm. and we're just so grateful for all the fans and everybody who's helped us along the way. Yeah, yeah. There's for us, it's just about being like, you know, driven and continue to do what we do. And yeah, all the people that helped us get to the point we're at now, like, props to them. And sure. we're just very grateful to be here. Unreal, unreal. Okay, so we'll wrap it up there. But before we do that, I ask this of all of my guests, and now it is your turn. I want to know about the best and the worst shows that you have ever played. Ooh. There's a lot of both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the worst one that comes to mind is still, it's always been just this one that we like have always joked about. And it was like really early on, like. My birthday. Yeah, it was one of it's our. Your birthday? Yeah. yeah. It, was his birthday, it wasn't fun. And it was one of our first shows or something. It was when. We, we would get we would get like get offered shows in LA and we wouldn't turn any of them down because I don't know if you're a band starting out you can't really you don't really have that say to be like you just say yes you know, to everything you should, yeah you, should, you have you kind of have to say yes to everything you have to get your name out there but some of them really suck and so <laughs> there's this one where we played this like German themed bar there was maybe like. I don't know, like a couple people there that were just there to like eat like sausages and stuff. Of course. I think it was my sweet 16. Oh, bless. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. It was just funny because you could overhear people ordering food in between songs. <laughs> so it'd be like, it's like one song would end and be like, hey, so does the sausage come with a side of. Yeah. There's no one there for the show, yeah. like nobody. We had a couple oh, of friends brutal. that we snuck in. Yeah. yeah. It was just like a bummer vibe. Yeah. It was such a bad vibe. Not because we played shows to nobody, but. That one just had a little weird sting. Something was about that place that was just such 
was such a, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was just weird. Like, yeah. Because I played just a no one where, like, I was like, oh, I really like that show, actually, you know? Yeah. Like, there's been some like that. But for some reason, that one was just like, I don't know. It's just like really bad vibes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's end on the positive then. What, what do you guys feel is other best shows that you've played? We always talk about Nagoya in Japan. For, for me, Fuji Rock Festival Fuji Rock, in yeah. Japan. It was like in the middle of the forest. There were like at least 5,000 people that were like synchronized jumping together. It was like one of the hottest summers Japan has ever had. Like people were like dying. dying. Yeah, people were like dying. Like it was so hot. And so we, you know, we were kind of nervous because we thought we might like pass out on stage. But yeah, wow. That was, was a hot one. Yeah, it was really hot, but it was so fun. And the crowd was just like. They were all, even the people like way in the back were like, you know. Into it. I don't know, it was really cool. Yeah. And, and then he brought up some fans on stage to play guitar and she did pass out. Oh, yeah. like, she, she was like, so oh excited she passed out. I think that was like excitement from fainting of enjoyment. Also, he, like it was a lot. Cause she's like she's like this cute goth girl, so she was like in all black with like tights and stuff. And oh. just like. Your heart breaks from the festivals, yeah. don't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's it was just like, the full regalia. Dude, you're just like, like, oh, honey. Yeah. <laughs> And her husband was there, and her husband was playing guitar. And she passed out, and he just kept playing. And we didn't even pay attention to her. He's like, "Don't!" He's like, "Don't you ruin this moment for me!" <laughs> oh god! Wow, hey, look at yeah. you guys. Just I felt getting bad because I watched a video later, and I kind of picked her up and just left her there. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you got it. You got this." Her back afterwards, and like gave her water and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They thought that she was like invading us. They tried like taking her away. No, yeah, yeah. To like really fight. No, 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 no. Yeah, oh yeah. god god that's that is simultaneously tragic and beautiful I yeah, love that it was a great one <laughs> boom look damn. it up I will I definitely will and this will definitely be going in the notes for the show Starcrawler thank you so much for your time thank today you. really thank appreciate you. it thank you thank you you're welcome I'm David James Young and all my friends are in Barbats You've just listened to a not-for-print podcast, independent Australian podcasting.